Welcome to Ikoyi Baptist Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast services. Listen and be blessed. This morning, I'll be speaking or I'll be preaching on the topic, preparing for a new shepherd. Preparing for a new shepherd. There's a common saying, proper planning prevents poor performance. I'm sure we all are familiar with that saying. Proper planning prevents poor performance. Um, we've had a pastor for more than 25 years, and so we're already used to some things. However, as, new, as a new pastor is coming, there is a need for us as a church, as a people, as a congregation to get ourselves prepared so that we will know what to do before he comes, we will know what to do when he comes, and as we continue our relationship with him, we will be able to have it the way God will want us to have it. And that is why I believe that the Holy Spirit is leading us to consider this topic, preparing for a new shepherd. Preparing for a new shepherd. So it's no, it's no longer news that uh, Ikoi Baptist Church is preparing for a new shepherd. In fact, so many people know. Um, the Nigerian Baptist Convention as a whole knows that Ikoi Baptist Church is preparing for a new shepherd. Those who worship with us from time to time know that Ikoi Baptist Church is preparing for a new pastor. And actually, those who come to church and, and maybe they've not been here for a long time, when they come and they do not see Pastor Lawal on his seat, they'll be wondering what is happening. And as they listen and hear us pray for the incoming pastor, they get to understand that something has changed or something is about to change. And so we know that preparing for a new pastor is what we are planning for. And by the grace of God, from the first week in December, Reverend Dr. Adeleke will join us as the new pastor of Ikoi Baptist Church. To the best of our knowledge, to the best of our ability, we have prayed. The church prayed, the church fasted, the church prepared. And to the best of what we believe God has led us to do, we have um, chosen the man after his own heart. So the church is busy preparing for the coming of the new pastor. And it is good that we are preparing. If you go to the back where Pastor Lawan used to stay, you will see that work is already starting on the new pastorium. This is in order for us to welcome and to have a very befitting place to put the new pastor. All of this is very good. But beyond, beyond this physical preparation, what are some of the things that God will want us to do? Some truth we must face is that we have prayed and we must know some things. Number one, that the shepherd that God is bringing to us, the pastor that God is bringing to us, is not God, but is a man like us. Reverend Dr. Shegunadeleke is a human being with flaws. Is a human being with a human being with mistakes. So we should not expect too much from him. We should not expect him to perform magic. We should not expect him to, to know everything and to be able to do everything the way we would expect him to do. We should expect him to disappoint us. So if we expect too much, we may be disappointed. So from now, let us get prepared. Part of our preparation is, number one, to know that the man that God has sent our way is a human being like us with flaws. And so if we keep our hearts open, we will, not be able, we will be able to receive much from him no matter what he does. But if we do not keep our hearts open, we will not be able to get what God is leading us to. So that's the first thing we must know. Number two, 
we must be able to know that as a people, we must be ready. He must meet a people after God's own heart. You know that passage we read in, in um, Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15? The Bible says, Then I will give them shepherds after my own heart. So this man, we believe, God has given us a man after his own heart. But he is not perfect. But number two is that he must meet a people who are after God's own heart. This congregation, he must meet us and be able to say, these are Christians. He must meet us and, 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 and be happy that he has not made a mistake. However, there are qualities that we must have as a people after God's heart, as servants of God in this congregation. And, and these are some of the characteristics that I want us to see this morning. What are the characteristics of a church after God's own heart? Number one, it's an open-hearted church. A church that is after God's own heart, expecting the coming of a pastor after God's own heart, must be open-hearted. A church that is ready to receive whatever this man has to offer and what God has, has, has to say through him, that we are ready, we are open to receive him. Every church member must realize that the pastor is just is one. And so if, if we don't cooperate with him, he will not be able to perform well. He's just one out of the all of us. And so we must be open to receive from him. We must be open for him to come into our midst the way he should in order for him to have a free ministry and, and, and to bless our lives, even as he ministers to us. So the need for open heart is important because Reverend, Reverend Gokiadele, I'm sorry, Reverend Shanguadeleke is different from Pastor Abayomi Lawal that we have known for 25 years because they have different personalities, they have different experience, they have different exposure, they, 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 they had different backgrounds. So their, their temperament is different. Okay, so when he comes, we should not begin to compare him with Reverend Lawal. We should not be saying, oh, Reverend Lawal was like this. This one is not like that. And because of that, we close our heart to him. We should not, be, we should not say, ah, what we allowed for Pastor Lawal, we are not going to allow for this man. And so he's coming. We already are prepared for him. Ah, we gave him too much freedom. This one is coming. We're not going to give him as much freedom. Oh, he could do this. No, this one is not, he's not going to, we won't allow him to do this. Let us be open as we expect the servant of God in our midst. We should not compare him. We should allow him to do what God has led him to do. Let us be open as a people. So that's the first thing that we should have as a, a church that is after God's own heart, expecting the servant of God that he has led us to, who is a man after his own heart. The second thing, which is the characteristic of a church after God's own heart, is that it is a God, a church that is united. A united church. A united church. And this issue of unity was very important to Jesus, that if you look at the book of John 17, Jesus prayed for the church. And it was a long prayer. He wanted them to be one. And you know, if there is no unity, nothing works. And so for this man of God coming, let us help him to enjoy his ministry. Let us help him to have fulfillment in his ministry as we, we, we prepare to be united in everything that we do. As we, are, as we are seated here, I know, and it is normal, 
that we have people who are called disciples in quotes of Pastor Lawal because of his, the fact that he has been here for 25 years. He was with us. He's become a part of our family. He's been involved in our lives. And so we still are committed to him. And as we are here, we have people, maybe who are like friends or disciples of Reverend Mrs. Adegbega because she's been here for 14 years, because she's been involved with their children, because she's been involved in their teenagers, and she's been as well involved in their lives. And so they have some allegiance towards him. And also we have people who, are, who, are, who have allegiance to Reverend um, Oyeniyi and to and to him because he's worked with them and the choir and he's, he's ministered to them individually one way or the other. Of course, so they have allegiance towards him. And there are people who also have allegiance to Reverend Babalola because of his mission-mindedness mission, uh, and for what God has done through him in our mission move of this church. And so they have allegiance. And also people who have allegiance to Reverend Onyegbu because he works with their youth or he works with them as youth. So the, all these are normal. All these are normal. But you know what? As this new man comes in, let us focus on our allegiance on him as the pastor of the church. Let us allow him to be our pastor. Let us allow him to come into our midst and have his way. Let us allow him to see us as one, not disciples of, of Reverend Mr. Adegbega, not disciples of Reverend Oyeniyi, not disciples of Reverend Babalola, not disciples of Reverend Oyegbu, but let him see that we all are together. And I think to the best of my knowledge in this church, we have, we have tried, have seen us try to be, to be together, united, members of Ikoyi Baptist Church, who do not come forward to show you that, okay, no, I don't like Pastor Lawal. I only like Reverend Mr. Adegbega. I don't like Reverend Mr. Adegbega. I only like Reverend Oyeniyi. Let us continue to be united. Let us continue to, to have one mind towards one another and towards the ministers that God has sent into our midst. Knowingly or unknowingly, your affections, your loyalty, your acceptance of these people, of, of, I mean, we that are ministering in, in, in your midst, if you do not manage it well, it may bring disunity. And I, like I said, I think we have tried to manage it well. But this man is coming, and it, maybe it was easy because we all came. We met Pastor Lawal on ground. So he had already been here for so many years before we came. So now this man is coming. He is already meeting us on ground. So how will it be easy for him? Except if we decide... That is the pastor. We have all known these ones, but this one also is one of us, is part of us. We are a loving people, and that is one of the things that I always tell people, other churches, I say, I, I, I know a church that is loving, and that church is Equal Baptist Church. And it's something that I've always been proud about over the years. I know the first few years that I got here, I was very fascinated by the kind of unity I saw amongst the diaconates, amongst the EC members. Not that they were perfect, not that they did not have issues, but as much as possible, they were easily persuaded or pacified and they quickly, they quickly, you know, made amends and things went well. I was so fascinated. Of course, at some point now, I, I really am seeing some, some, some areas that we need to, to go back to how it used to be in those years. And that is why this issue of unity is important. It is very important. It is very important. What we do, what we say, if we are not careful, may affect 
the unity of this church. What you say when you are driving with your children or with fellow members. What you say when you are eating with your children or with fellow members. You know, about any one of us, whether positive or negative. If you are not careful, it may bring division or unity to the church, depending on what we do. And so as much as possible, let us be ready to be united with this as a people so that this man of God will be able to have a ministry in our midst. From experience, when a pastor is new to a congregation, there will be official and unofficial informants who will like to give information to the pastor about members of the church. When a new pastor comes, there will be people who want to get close to him so that they tell him about everyone. But of course, I know that this one that is coming is an experienced pastor. I mean, he's been in the ministry for more than 10 years, maybe 15 years or 16 years, I don't know. So I know that the Holy Spirit is there to lead him. As a church after God's own heart, we should allow the pastor to discover the church by himself. Allow him to discover the people by himself. Because, you see, if you go and tell him about someone, you are going to tell him about that person based on your own experience with that person. Based on the way that person has, you have interpreted his, his, his dealings with you. And not necessarily based on who that person really is. And so you may be biased in your presentation of other people to him. So why not leave the man of God to discover people the way they are? The Holy Spirit will help him to discover people. You remember that I said here, when we were doing Pastor Lawan's um, sent forth, that one of the things that Pastor used to tell me, or tell myself and Reverend Yang, early when we came, he would just say, I know my people. He used to say, it, I know my people. And I was wondering, what is the meaning of this, I know my people? So when we were at EC meetings, and he would, he would react or he would say some things, to some people, and I would be wondering, but why is pastor, why did pastor say this? Why did... But over time, as I watched, I came to that conclusion that this man knows his people. You know that it took him time to know them. It took him time to know them. And so let us allow him to know the people. Let us be united. Let us be friendly. Let us be one. And so that this man can come into our midst freely and relate with us. And discover every one of us. Because we are different. Our strengths, our weaknesses, our backgrounds are different. And that is why we are a church. We are not the same. If, all, if we were all the same, maybe we wouldn't be a church. We are not perfect. We all are work in progress. So if you have arrived, others have not arrived. Let us come and, mini- and, 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 and do ministry together. And worship God together. So that we can have a good ministry. You know, if you begin to talk to him about people, we're only trying to woo him to ourselves. Unfortunately, this may divide the church of God instead of uniting him. And there's a, there's a passage in the Bible, 1 Kings 13, and it was about an old prophet and a new prophet. There was a man of God that came from Judah, and the Lord sent him to, to his people, to the, to the palace, and he gave him instruction what to do and not what to do. And when he finished... The children of one old prophet that was, that were, that was not there at the palace, they, they told their father what happened. And the father, you know, um, decided to go and meet the, the man of God. And of course, he misled the man of God and actually led to the death of the man of God. Because that man of God was looking at the old prophet like, okay, he's, a, he's an experienced man of God, so he should know what is right. Let us not lead him by our own experience. Let us allow him to be led by God. 
Let us allow God to influence him. Let us not, let us not lead him or let us not influence him by, by our own ways. Part of our unity is that none of us will be going to report the new pastor to the old pastor. There is no basis for that. Pastor Lawal has done his part and God has helped him to finish well. So let us allow Reverend Adeleke to also do his part. Let us allow him to do his part because one of the things that members will want to do is to begin to say, mm, ah, Pastor, in fact, now our services are so long, unlike when you were there. Ah, Pastor, our, our, our programs are now like this or like that. Ah, this one does not do this or that. You know, he's a different man. If you begin to, to complain and report, you see, if you, one thing that I discovered is that when you report the new pastor to the old pastor, don't think that that, new, that old pastor is happy that the one that is there is not doing well. It's actually showing that he has failed in his ministry. That is what is happening. Because from experience, members want to compare. But if we compare and we don't compare rightly, or we don't take good news to the, to the old pastor, we actually are telling him that you have not done well. And that was our experience. When we first left the church we pastored, and the new, a new pastor came, and members were always either call or, 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 or come to say, ah, this one, ah, you, you, you were preaching well. Ah, now we don't hear messages, so ah, the messages are not like the before. Ah, this one does not. And we had to tell them, go and start praying for him. Go and stay with him and support him. You know, because if you begin to look for his flaws, you will, no matter what he does, you will never be blessed. You will never see good in whatever he does. And we, we told him, we told them, do you think coming to tell us about him is a joy to us? You are saying that we have not done well. That is what we are saying. It, because that shows we have not matured to the point that no matter who comes, we can allow them. So the Lord will help us to be united as a church in Jesus' name. The third thing that we must do as a church after God's heart, expecting a servant after God's heart, is that we must be loyal to the new pastor and pastoral staff. And what I mean by loyalty here is that we must allow spirit-filled, spirit-inspired loyalty, not loyalty out of selfish motives. Let him know that you are for him. Let him know that you, you, he, can, he, can, he can trust you. Let every one of us, in, 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 in faithfulness and in deep commitment, work with this man. Let us be loyal to him. Let it not be an imagination, but let him know that these ones are supporting me. Let us be loyal to him. As a people, we are ready to support him in everything, in every way, in every area of his ministry, all we are going to do is what will bring glory to God and what will bring blessing to his ministry in our midst. Let us be loyal to him as the Holy Spirit gives us grace. Not that we will not, we will not point our, his attention to the things that he will do that will not be pleasing to us, but we will do it in love. We will, we will correct him in love. We will not correct him like we are correcting our servants or our, our staff. Because that's another thing. When we are not loyal to him, in accepting him as a servant of God, in, in letting him see that we, we, are bef- we are for him totally, we will talk to him like we are talking to our children. And one of the things that I saw, I've seen is that sometimes members talk to servants of God the way they can never talk to their own children. 
The way they can never talk to their children who are 16, 17, they don't talk to them like that. But when they talk to servants of God, they talk to them like they are talking to their own children. Let us let this man know that we are for him. He will not be perfect, but let us let him know that we are loyal to him. And as servants of God too, God will help us to be loyal. I think that one of the things that we've enjoyed in our ministry to Pastor, with Pastor Lawal is, is to be loyal. And I think personally speaking, one of the things that has helped me is the decision that we made as a family when we were coming here, that anytime we will not be loyal to Pastor Lawal, we would rather leave the church. Actually, he's, 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 he's old. He's older. He was older than us. He, he, he's, he's a father to us. Of course, he was the one that joined us in marriage. So, of course, we, 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 we thought there was nothing else we should do. So, if anything we did, we had it at the back of our mind. We must be loyal to this man. We must support him. And, of course, he wasn't perfect. It was not everything that he did that pleased me. It wasn't everything that, he, that I did that pleased him. We had our issues, which we settled sometimes in the secret, sometimes in the open. But we, had our, but we tried as much as possible to be loyal. Let us also be loyal to this man. Let us go. Let people who will come in the Nigerian Baptist Convention or other Baptist churches see us and say, ah, it is good to do ministry amongst these people. And I think to a large extent, we can say that it is good to do ministry amongst you. So please don't change. And I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. The last thing that we must do as a, a church after God's heart, who, is, who are expecting a pastor after God's, God's heart is that we must be fat. We must be fat. And when I'm saying fat, I'm not saying in our weight. Because some of us will never be fat, no matter what we give them to eat. Maybe people like Reverend Babalola will never get fat. But what I'm saying by fat is that we must be faithful. We must be available. We must be teachable. We must be faithful, available, and teachable. We must be faithful to God and to the pastoral leadership. Second Chronicles 20 verse 20. Let's see what it has to say. Second Chronicles 20 verse 20. Second Chronicles 20. The Bible says, I think C, it says, um, have faith in God. So what's the answer? Have faith in the Lord your God and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets and you will be successful. You must be faithful to them and you must also have faith in them. Have faith in them as people that God can use and will use to bless you. So let's have faith in this man that God will use him to bless us. You must also be available. That is being present when it is required. Let us be present. See, one of the things that ministers love is to see members present. Naturally speaking, when a pastor comes to church for service, like we are seated here, you just look around. There are people you know where they sit. And when you don't see them, you, be, you begin to wonder, where are they? But you see, on Sundays, it is easy for us to cope because we still have a crowd. But during the week, maybe midweek service, we just want you to always be there. We are selfish, right? We just want you to always be there. We know you have to go to work. So availability 
is really very important. Don't, don't, don't let it be uh, the first few months. We all are coming. We are coming. We are coming. After a while, we stop coming. Available. Let us be available for programs. Let us be available to also do the work that will be, commit, will, that will be committed into our hands. There are people that when you give them work, you are the one that will do it. But there are those that when you give them assignments, you can go and sleep. They will do it, even beyond what you think. So begin to ask yourself, am I available? Then the, the last one is teachable. Being open to learn new things. Let us allow change. Things must change, though, isn't it? The reason why we need a new pastor is that, I mean, the reason why we didn't call one of ourselves to call to, to pastor is that we, we needed change or we wanted things to, to change. So if we continue the way it has always been, so why the need? Have you ever asked yourself that, that question? So if you have someone who is leading you and is bringing change and you are, you, are, you are frowning or you are... So why did you call him? If you could do it the way you've always been doing it. So let us be teachable. Let us allow change. As long as these changes are biblical, as long as these changes are according to the word of God, and as long as these changes can bring glory to God and blessing to us. So let us allow for change. I pray that as we expect a new pastor, we will develop an open heart. We will be united. We will be loyal. We will be fat. The grace of God will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. We hope you were blessed. Ikoi Baptist Church is a Bible-believing church located at 5-7 to Latif Jakande Road in Ikoi of Lagos State, Nigeria. You can find us on Facebook at Ikoi Baptist Church or reach the church directly via phone at 0163-20485 and 0163-20486. For more information, please visit the church website at www.ikoibaptistchurch.org. We look forward to having you back next week.